Hello, mighty warriors of God, and welcome to MI15. Today is Thursday, April 27, 2023, and this is day 1863 of our journey together. Thank you so, so much for tuning into our podcast. My name is Jackie, and welcome, welcome, welcome to you. So let's go ahead and get started. Father, we honor you and praise you and glorify you above all others. Thank you, my Lord, for being our sovereign God, for being uh, so loving and caring and merciful to us. I thank you, Lord, for helping us to go forth and do the same with others. I thank you, Lord, for comforting the brokenhearted and healing the sick and blessing those who may be in financial need. I ask, Father, that you will help us to be good stewards of what you blessed us with. And I ask, Lord, that you will speak today, that it be all about you and not about me. In Jesus' name, amen. Glory to God, everybody. Thank you again for tuning in. Today's message is step away from the noise. Yep. (laughs) You know how we can get so caught up into doing everything to where we just don't take time out to take care of ourselves. So the Lord wants us to step away from the noise. And we're coming out of 1 Kings chapter 19, verses 1 through 18. 1 Kings 19, 1 through 18. Picking back up where um, Elijah left off after he defeated um, you know, uh, Ahab and Jezebel's prophets uh, through the Lord. And now after he had killed up all of Jezebel's prophets uh, of Baal, the ones that worship Baal, because he won and many of the people, here's the other part that was so huge. Many of the people turned back to God. The Israelites had left God and were worshiping idols. They had turned back to the Lord. Now let's see what happens here. It says, now Ahab told Jezebel everything Elijah had done and how he had killed all the prophets with the sword. So Jezebel sent a messenger to Elijah to say, may the gods deal with me, be it so ever so severely, if by this time tomorrow, I do not make your life like that of one of them. I would imagine that's a threat. Mm -hmm. And that was a pretty powerful threat. She was a powerful woman. And a very evil woman. The most, the Bible says she's the most evil woman that ever lived. And I mean, she literally killed people uh, to to uh, allow her husband to have his way. Once there was a vineyard, he wanted the land of a a man. You know, just a, a raising a everyday person probably didn't have a whole lot and trying to create a legacy for his family. And and Ahab wanted his land. He said no. So Jezebel had him killed and took his land. So she's saying this, and let's see what else happens here. Uh, Elijah was afraid and ran for his life. And the other reason that she was really upset was because uh, her prophets told her everything she wanted to hear. And uh, they gave her guidance and all of that. But uh, no one liked to see Elijah coming because he was going to tell them the truth from the Lord and it wasn't good when it came to them. When he came to Beersheba in Judah, he left his servant there while he himself went a day's journey into the wilderness. 
he came to a broom bush, sat down under it, and prayed that he might die. I have had enough, Lord, he said. Take my life. I am no better than my ancestors. Then he lay down under the bush and fell asleep. And, and you know, typically after we uh, come off of something huge that God would use us to do and we accomplish the task, it is so exciting. And that is many times when the enemy will come after us. Uh, I mean, full force. And we need to be aware of that and so that we're prepared in advance and knowing that that is the typical time the enemy will come after us to try to take us out. And that's what he was doing here with Elijah. He was ready to just go. And I can remember feeling that way before myself. I was just many years ago going through a depressive state. And I, and I just said, Lord, I'm ready to go. And the Lord said, no, I've got more things for you to do. Get up. Just like he's telling Elijah, he said, and it says, then he lay down under the tree, under the bush and fell asleep. All at once, an angel touched him and said, get up and eat. He looked around and there by his head was some bread baked over hot coals and a jar of water. He ate and drank and then lay down again. The angel of the Lord came back a second time and touched him and said, get up and eat for the journey is too much for you. And I think it's quite interesting how the Lord came and you know sent his angel or whether it be God you know, that came himself and, and touched him. And, uh, and, and it says, you know, when he touched him to me, that was giving him extra power, giving him the extra dose to go on along with preparing him food. And it says, so he got up and ate and drank. Strengthened by that food, he traveled 40 days and 40 nights until he reached Horeb, the mountain of God. There he went into a cave and spent the night. And the word of the Lord came to him. What are you doing here, Elijah? He replied, I have been very zealous for the Lord God Almighty. The Israelites have rejected your covenant, torn down your altars, and put your prophets to death with the sword. I am the only one left, and now they are trying to kill me too. That was why he was fearful. And the Lord said, go out and stand on the mountain in the presence of the Lord, for the Lord is about to pass by. Mm. Then a great and powerful wind tore the mountains apart and shattered the rocks before the Lord. But the Lord was not in the wind. And after the wind, there was an earthquake. But the Lord was not in the earthquake. After the earthquake came a fire. But the Lord was not in the fire. And after the fire came a gentle whisper. When Elijah heard it, he pulled his cloak over his face and went out and stood at the mouth of the cave. Then a voice said to him, What are you doing here, Elijah? He replied, I have been very zealous for the Lord God Almighty. The Israelites have rejected your covenant, torn down your altars, and put your prophets to death with the sword. I am the only one left, and now they are trying to kill me too. The Lord said to him, Go back the way you came and go 
to the desert of Damascus. When you get there, anoint Haziel, king over Aram. Also point Jehu, son of Nimishi, king over Israel. And anoint Elijah, son of Shaphat, from Abel, uh, Mahola, to succeed you as prophet. Jehu will put to death any who escape the sword of Haziel, and Elisha will put to death any who escape the sword of Jehu. Yet I reserve 7,000 in Israel, all whose knees have not bowed down to Baal, and whose mouths have not kissed him. Basically, they've not kissed, um, you know, the like maybe the object of Baal, maybe, you know, many times people might kiss the ring or or something like that, not necessarily him kissing Baal himself. Uh, and he, God let him know, yeah, you know what? There are many others, there's 7,000 more. But when we are weary, when we get tired, many times we see things <clears throat> different and uh, we're not seeing clearly the way God would have us to see. Uh, we are we are worn out, and God is saying, "You know what? I'm I'm getting ready to you know get you have you anoint your successor, and uh, it's time. It was about time for him to be with the Lord, but uh, Elijah went ahead and did exactly what God had told him to do, and Jezebel was killed. She was eaten by dogs, uh, and and Ahab also." died. I can't remember how he died, but God will take care of our enemies, but he doesn't want us to get weary and well-doing for in due season, we will reap if we don't faint. So point number one, have you ever noticed how little kids act when they're tired and sleepy? Yes, they're cranky, irritable, and not their usual sweet little selves. If it's your first child, <laughs> you may wonder what on earth is going on. Why are you acting like this? Once you get an understanding, you incorporate methods to help them get their rest before it gets to the point of chaos. We too go through times of distra- distraction, disruption, and at times downright messes in our lives that can make us irritable and unrational, uh, irrational, <laughs> in our thinking and in our actions. God, um, just as God encouraged Elijah during his time of anxiety through giving him rest and food, uh, quietness and a gentle whisper encounter with him. You notice that? How, you know, God wasn't in the earthquake. Uh, God wasn't in uh, the fire. Uh, but God was in the gentle whisper. God does the same for us. He wants us to clear our minds through him and relax and shut everything else off that's disrupting or distracting us. Point number two. The key to receiving God's peace during the storms in our lives is hearing his voice and obeying him. Many times we need to step away from the noise. Those things that zap our attention, our peace, our our commitment to God's will. These are tactics 
the enemy uses to keep us from being effective for the Lord. It is, it's very important that we take time out of our busy schedules to relax, refresh, and to reboot. So often, um, the enemy will make you feel guilty for doing these things. Don't buy into the lie, the guilt, or the self-condemnation. As we can see, this is a necessity. So trust God with every part of your being, allowing him to refresh you on a regular basis. And you might say, well, I I just can't afford to go on a full-fledged vacation or go away to the beach or whatever. You might say, I don't have time for that. God is saying we need to make time. And it doesn't necessarily have to be where you go somewhere extravagant. You know, carve out that time and say, you know what? Between these next two days, I'm not, I'm turning off my phone. I'm turning off all electronics and I'm going to have a staycation. I'm going to be right here. Or you might do the things that make you feel good. You know, it might be doing some art. It might be taking some time out to do some reading. Uh, Whatever that is that is relaxing and is not taking um, you causing you uh, more stress and pain. I remember, uh, was it last year? A couple of years ago. Man, the time is going by so fast. Uh, we decided that we were going to uh, rent an Airbnb and and just go and stay for a week. And we ended up taking our kids, uh, those that wanted to go uh, with us, and, and our granddaughter, and... Uh, trying to think of who else went with us but anyway it was maybe about oh see eight of us and we all went and um, my daughters and their husbands and uh, my granddaughter my husband so yeah it must have been seven of us and uh, we rented this space in Dallas a house and uh, it had a big swimming pool. It had games, all kind of games in the house, pool table, you know, uh, everything you need, you know, all kind of little video type little games that you can play. And we really did not have to leave the house. And we didn't. And we stayed there and we <laughs> ate together. We went grocery shopping and ate together and laughed and played games and just relaxed. And it was really one of the best times I've had in a while, just relaxing. We didn't have any schedule planned each day, what we were going to do. We just stayed in the house (laughs) and it was someone else's house and it was huge and big enough for all of us. We all had our own room, our own space and uh, and it was reasonable. You know, it wasn't outrageous and uh, we just enjoyed each other's company and that at that moment, I was so grateful to God that I did it because I was a little apprehensive at first thinking, well, maybe not. I don't know. I, and everything I can think of negative. What if they got bad bugs? What if this is, you know, what, anything I could come up with? And the Lord said, go, just go, relax. 
and I came back and I was so refreshed and on fire for the Lord and ready to just take on the world. (laughs) But that's how he's equipped us. He's created us in a way that we need to get that rest. We need to take care of ourselves in whatever way he gives it to you to do so, so that you're energized to go forth and do all that he's called you to do. So that self-care is greatly needed and very important. So get busy doing some self-care, whatever it is God is showing you to do. And and it's going to be okay. It you You may feel down and I get it. It's real. It is real. And uh, God is saying, I'm with you. And I I want you to, he wants us to hear his voice. And he wants us to yield unto his will. And now if you don't know Jesus, that would be the best thing you could ever do for your health, for your life, uh, for your destiny, to be with Jesus for eternity. Romans 10 and 9 says that if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Glory be to God. I love you all so, so much. May the Lord bless and protect you. May his face radiate with joy because of you. May he be gracious unto you, show you his favor and give you his peace. In Jesus' name, amen. And remember, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And don't forget to check us out on our website, JackieBikesMinistries.org, J-A-C-K-I-E, Be Like Boy, U-Y-C-K-S, Ministries.org. Check out the messages and please share them with others. And don't forget to check us out on TZoneKC.org to learn more about what we're doing in the community, teaching our youth life skills, workforce skills, entrepreneurship development, peer mediation and human and sex trafficking awareness, and DIY sisters and DIY bros teaching our youth small household repairs. We are thankful to you for your donations. If you are looking for someone to support, hey, check out T-Zone, go to our website and uh, push that donate button and donate whatever God puts on your heart. We are very grateful to each and every one of you. All right, mighty warriors, go forth and make it an awesome day, fulfilling the purpose that God has given you, and I will talk to you later. Bye-bye.